as did her muscled body. But her jaws jutted an inch from her face, and when she opened her mouth, Arne saw teeth more like those of a wolf. His father had told him tales of these beings, the ones he had called Vorgs. She ran a very human-looking tongue over her lips and grinned. Well, my lord, she said in the rasping voice that matched the laughter Arne had heard from outside. Do you wish to go first? The hooded figure merely shook his head. Be my guest. When the Vorg turned back toward Arne's mother and opened those jaws wide, Arne could watch no more. Instead, he pressed himself away from the crack, again feeling a sharp branch poke him in the back. When his mother began screaming, the echoes formed an invitation to the pits of the deep. Part One Most believe that Andarians possess two forms of magic, time-shaping and life-shifting. In truth, these are both aspects of a singular ability, exchange magic. From the Scroll of Landril. 1. Hannington Castle, Kingdom of Tal, Eastern Region, Your 412, Late Winter. The torches lighting the king's private audience chamber cast shadows across the table, the darkest of which came not from the king, but from his magic wielder, Blaylock. Earl Coldane despised Blaylock even more than he detested his young king. Unlike his mighty father, King Gilbert was little more than Blaylock's tool. Nevertheless, despite his monarch's many failings, Coldane would support him. The Earl was, above all else, a man of duty. What of High Lord Rafel? King Gilbert directed his question at Coldane. Sire, what do you think of High Lord Rafel? Specifically, his loyalty to his king. Unquestionable. The king leaned back in his chair, his pale hands clenching his royal scepter as his gaze traveled to the wielder standing by his side. There are those who question it. High Lord Rafel, said Coldane, the hero of the Vorg War, commander of the king's armies. For over thirty years he has served only the throne. He's the finest man with whom I have ever served. He saved this kingdom, and the people of Tal still adore him. Blaylock leaned toward the king, the scowl on his face drawing his lips into a tight line. Perhaps even more than they love their king. A sudden constriction seized Coldane's throat. So that was what this was about. Judgment was about to be passed on his oldest friend and mentor. Gilbert's eyes locked with his. It is what I have feared. I can feel it in your voice. Your own words condemn Rafel. Sire, reconsider. High Lord Rafel will meet any action against him or his people with extreme violence. His keep is second only to your castle here in Hannington in its impregnability, and his personal command numbers more than 2,000 battle-hardened soldiers. A siege would last months and spread dissension throughout the kingdom. Consider your words carefully, Earl Coldane, before I begin to question the depth of your loyalty to the crown. Coldane straightened in his chair. Majesty, I know my duty, 
part of which is to give you my best counsel, than to execute your ultimate decision with complete commitment. My duty is my life. Well said, the king turned once more to his wielder. Blaylock, you have heard Earl Coldane's counsel. What say you? The Earl's concerns are valid. A direct assault on Rayful would indeed be disastrous. The wielder's eyes flashed beneath his brows. But there is a better way to rid yourself of this problem and cow any other nobles whose loyalties to the crown may have died with your father. Send Blade. Again, Coldane felt ice slide through his veins. Only a handful of people knew the face of the king's assassin, but everyone knew the legendary killer's name. Blade was saved from the gallows and raised by Rayful. Blaylock's laughter echoed through the...